Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. But I asked you, I said, you want to try it? (laughs) Go for it. I mean, they were were just chugging along, and we were out in the middle of nowhere, and it was, you know, the the yellow line was was not there. So I said, well, I've got enough horsepower. That's right. So... My most favorite place to do that is up on Highway 86 going to Danville. Oh, gosh. Yes. That's, that's just a, a dangerous road. It used to. Yeah, up and down. At least it. Oh. We're back on WPTF, the Weekend Gardener. We're just sitting around talking about driving and uh, about the farmer's market and about life. And great plants. Great plants. Yeah, great plants. Uh, Phil uh, just brought a hibiscus, and that reminded me this is a great time to see a lot of those in bloom. And um, you've got quite a few available, I believe, at your at your center, I don't do. you? I do, and actually um, we're going to get about 10 of those brought over here shortly. Uh, we've got the, the dinner plate um, perennial hibiscus. And we're going to give those away. Uh, I just could not do everything this morning before I left the house. And uh, Dan, you have a lot of responsibility. <laughs> Dan's going to bring those over, and uh, we'll have those here probably for the ten o'clock hour. And we have Rufus and, uh, Rufus's plants too. Yeah, tons of plants here, and and the uh, hibiscus are really taking off right now. You're they're, right. They're great. They're they a are. summer plant. They, um, the hummingbirds love them. Right. Uh, I think they're one of the most dramatic plants in the garden that right now that you see blooming too. They, and they, uh, they tolerate the sun. And we yeah. have Miss Judy with us. Aww. I don't know that she wants, she uh, probably doesn't want that. <laughs> we got a mic. Yeah, we're getting a little feedback there. That's fine. And, yeah, we can um, hear. We would like for you to come out and see us. We've got baked goods. I have figs that yes, I picked ma'am. this morning. Yes, ma'am. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We could just sit there and eat These those right now. Turkey. Uh-huh. Okay. And then yeah. we have pickled okra, the hot pickled okra. Oh, love it. Rufus will eat that yeah. as yeah, a snack. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yes, well, thank y'all for coming out and supporting us. Well, well. And invite everyone to the farmer's market. It's a beautiful day. Yes, it, it is, is nice. You look so pretty. She's lost, so, lost all kinds of weight. in pink. Look, looks like a model. She's in the pink. Yes, she is. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you all. Y'all have a you too, Miss Judy. Just beautiful woman inside and out. That's yeah, right. Thank you. So thank, thank you. All right. Yeah. See you later. 
Thank you. Boy, we're getting all this feedback this morning. We're just, we're hot. We are, yeah. we are, yeah. Well, so, we're all gathered together here, and we're, um, you know, just enjoying this beautiful Carolina morning. Great we'll bust day. open the, the figs here. Mm. I wish we had a little shade. We're afraid we're going to cook them. That's all right. How do they taste, Phil? Mm. Mm. Man, they're pretty good. Wow. I think that must be Rufus. That's no, gotta be me. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Wow, they're good. That's my like Android. I'm good. I'm I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. f- oh, that's yeah. good. Yep. All right. Uh, 919-860-9783. Jim is in Durham. Jim, good morning. You're on WPTF. Hey, how y'all doing today? Hey, how y'all doing uh, I think uh, we're good. Y'all, y'all, are y'all at the farmers market? We are at the farmer's market this morning. Yeah, I love the farmer's market. Uh, I do, too. The reason I called, I was listening, and somebody mentioned the word cantaloupe. And I had, as a treat the other day, of having some cantaloupe ice cream. Ooh. Cantaloupe ice cream. Ah. It, it, it was foster. Uh, I had never had it in my life, and I've been around a while, and it, it was just delightful. Uh, it was made uh, up in Hillsboro by an outfit called uh, Broken Spoke, and they uh, serve ice cream all the time, but they do it by season, and, you know, strawberry, they have strawberry. When cantaloupe came in, they made cantaloupe soft serve, and it was delicious. Wow. I have mixed cantaloupe with vanilla ice cream, and it's wonderful. How about I just had, that? I just, had, I just had to share I that. Well, great. Well, thank you so much, Jim. How's everything in Durham this morning? Everything's it's beautiful here. Beautiful uh, I guess uh, in the 60s. Uh, in the 60s uh, uh, yeah. It's, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Uh, thank, uh, everybody's... Thank y'all. Get down there. I, I enjoy the weekend, Garth. Thanks for being here. Well, thank you very much for being a part of it, Jim, and participating in the show. You take care. Have a good day. Have a good day. All righty. Look what our friend John just brought I up. Just, I was just looking at those. John brought us some uh, last year that were so nice, beautiful hibiscus, John. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. John is a... A great gardener and a long, long time vendor out here, and uh, we appreciate that so much. They're always good quality plants um, and herbs from from John that he sells out there. He's always under the the farmers one of the farmers' buildings. What variety is that, Rufus? Holy Grail. Holy Grail. <laughs> Absolutely. We found it. Proven winners. They're really nice. <laughs> they are. They are. And a big, um, dark, dark red, almost bordering on closer to fuchsia color uh, bloom. It's it's not a, a true wolfpack red. It's a little bit more purple than that. This um, particular one we have has uh, burgundy leaves and stems. And this is a plant that would tolerate full sun. And I, John wants us to give that away. And you, you know, I don't think of hummingbirds really uh, going after a plant like that, but they really <laughs> they do. do. You were talking about that a little yeah, bit ago. They do. They, uh, that's an easy, uh, I guess it's an easy meal for them. They just go right there to that 
bud and, or that bloom and get uh, get all the nectar they need. Mm. It's really nice. That is a bloom. Tails love it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, how, when do they uh, when do they start uh, start blooming and and usually start ending their blooming? Goodness, um, I've had one probably in bloom about a month now, yeah. and um, yeah. and and they will just keep going as long until frost. Yeah, the individual flowers don't last uh-uh. that long, but they're just they're always day. popping mm-hmm. up uh, new flowers. Mm-hmm. Right. They're gorgeous. Uh, how, how do we grow those? Uh, they need a lot of sun, full sun? A lot of sun, lots of water. Um, they they seem to, to thrive on that. They are drought tolerant once established, but that first year or so, and especially if you want lots of new buds coming on, and this one has lots of buds coming. Uh, goodness gracious, there's a spent flower, and it's, it's surrounded by babies coming on. Golly, it yeah. sure is. It's easy to take care of. Uh, I've never, yeah, they are. never maroon. Never fertilized one in my life. Mm-mm. Yeah. You can keep them any size you want them. And so. this one has uh, maroon leaves. Do they... Mm-hmm. Do they come out maroon and stay maroon? Well, this, on that variety? this particular one will in enough sun. You can see we're down at the bottom of it um, where the, the plant is shaded itself uh-huh. on the interior. Those are more green. But the more sunlight it gets, the more maroon it'll be. Now, what's great is we've got native hibiscus in North Carolina. Those are swamp mallows that you see growing along the roadsides on the way to the coast. Those are all native. And so that lets you know how hardy they are for us. And there are lots of different varieties. You can find some of these big disc ones, uh, what we used to call disco bell. Remember those mm-hmm. the big platter-sized ones? That's what well, actually what Dan's going to bring over. They're called Lunas now. Lunas, yeah. the yeah. disco bell kind of went into Luna. Morphed over to Luna. There, um, I really like the ones that have green leaves and a pale pink bloom, too. Mm-hmm. I think, and they're, they come in whites with red centers. Uh, there's probably a hibiscus for just about any situation you would want, you know. Right. Yeah, and they are, they are, uh, Chris, uh, Chris Williamson came over and brought peanuts. Absolutely. Oh, these, uh, from the Nash County folks. Uh, well, it's from my business. I have oh, okay. We used to we used and to have a gentleman. Uh, you, don't you? Uh, yeah, we used to, right. we used to have a gentleman who uh, named Chris. Who that brought is us. Chris. No, I know that, I, but uh, th- this was a Jeff, different gentleman. I don't know if it was the same group. Uh, he lived in uh, the Bailey Middlesex area, but the farm where the peanuts were grown were up in Northampton County, somewhere up in there. Where are yours grown? So I have a farmer in Edenton who grows them for me. Awesome. And we get Oh, nice. Yeah. Farm <laughs> and pure peanut oil, UC salt, try to keep it a high-quality product. Okay. These are These so are delicious. Gorgeous. And this is what I think I brought to Rufus's party to put on top of my Texas caviar. Correct. Now, oh, okay. I don't know if you know what Texas caviar. It's a black-eyed peas cold salad. But these on top, these Spanish roasted peanuts these are the deal with the skins on Mwah. Mm-hmm. oh what is what is this that is the honey hot flavor it's been really Wowie. popular lately so i thought i'd bring honey it and hot and this is the cinnamon sugar coated pecan pralines Ooh. Oh. Oh. Okay. that's just not fair chris i'm a horrible horrible person <laughs> you are no we love you <laughs> <laughs> You're so nice to to bring bring these things. We're we're so glad peanuts are 
uh, have been a big crop in, in North Carolina for, for generations. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris, you have an assistant too, don't you? Miss Janice. Yes. yes. She works in the office. She's adorable. We, we love Miss Janice down there. She's yeah. so much character. She brings so much to the business. Yeah. She's yeah. almost like a part of it, like yeah. a mom to me almost. Yeah, I was going to ask if it was your mom. <laughs> Not biologically. <laughs> okay, but, the but blood yeah. is she, spiritual. So. She watches <laughs> over you. Yeah. Chris, thank you so much. You're very welcome. All right. How about that? You can find him in the farmer's area. This morning, uh, peanuts. Thank you. Another good North Carolina product. So many to choose from, and you can, I'm sure, buy. I'm, I, I suspect that 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 Chris is is here year round. I'm good. Thank you. Yes, and um, I tell you what, this is the nice thing too about coming to the, um, the farmers market, is you start building relationships with these people. You have separate, you know, certain vendors that you like to go and see, right. and you know them by their first name, and they know what you like, and um, and the diversity of the clientele down here, as well as the vendors, it just reminds you that you know how much Raleigh has grown, and and what we have. A available to us is it, this is a real blessing yeah it sure is and it's huge you don't find uh, that there are there's one in Asheville there's one in Greensboro near Greensboro yep. and uh, you know they're just uh, they're real treasures so we're, we're thankful to have this uh, the, the one here in Raleigh is very very special uh, partly because of the property we've got uh, over to the right of me is the the Dick's property and all of this I don't know how they're going to accommodate all the people who, are, when all of this really gets going. And I know there are changes for the market uh, in the future, and a lot of expansion. Uh, some of that Centennial property has not been used yet, and that's going to be. I mean, that's that's a bigger property than the main campus at NC State, and it just gets bigger and bigger. It's mind blowing to actually drive in there, and you don't see it unless you drive on Centennial campus. Uh, or onto a Centennial Drive off of Avent Ferry, but That's then a, a legacy too, Mike, of, of former Governor Jim Hunt. Yes, I remember I was Attorney General, and the Council of State agreed with him to give this property over. And so, Jim Hunt lives forever. I'll, and even though I did call him Governor forever, I said, uh, "This is my friend Jim Hunt, Governor forever." <laughs> <laughs> well, and he has the most unique building on that property, that uh, the Hunt Library. If you've never seen that, go over and, and check that out. I think the former governor has an office there. You might see him sometime and strike up a conversation with him. So uh, strike up a conversation about farming because uh, he, he certainly is, is into agriculture, too. He could have... Rufus just as easily been agriculture commissioner. I think he was probably like me when he was a young man. Thought about I, I wanted to major in animal husbandry and go to state. Yeah. And then I got all tricked up and sent to Carolina to be a finalist for the Moorhead scholarship and, and let the devil get a hold of me <laughs> and went to Carolina. Does the devil still have a hold of you? Oh, a little bit. Or have you repented? <laughs> I want to hear your testimony. I, uh, I'm, not, I'm not there yet. Okay. Well, that's good. <laughs> 919-860-9783-919-860-WPTF. We're at State, Farm Mar- State Farmers Market in Raleigh. Enunciate. And uh, we're, we're in the... Did you have any trouble finding this building, Jeff? No. Okay. Because I, I, I drew out a uh, rudimentary mm-hmm. map yesterday, and apparently it worked. 
because you got here. A gentleman named Don managed to direct me exactly oh, okay. where I needed to yeah. go. I drew out a little box and put a patio on it and said the other two sides were bathrooms. The other side is bathrooms. <laughs> so it's we're kind of on a median between the, the craft area and the farmer's market open-air buildings, the farmer's sheds. And just look them. for the WPTF remote truck. Right. And if my friend Josh Dare is out there, Josh, I have your Rose of Sharon. I have you a uh, crepe myrtle. And, uh, uh, oh, let's see. There's another one there somewhere. So come on by before I give it away, Josh. Yep. All right. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up here on WPTF. We're at the State Farmer's Market in Raleigh. It's 925. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All righty, we're back on WPTF, the Weekend Gardener. Mike Riley here along with Phil Campbell, owner of Campbell Road Nursery. Uh, Pam Beck, author and uh, writer and lecturer. And uh, you're going to be lecturing at the... Um, some. In Atlanta? Uh, that'll be in October. Uh, the most recent, uh, or the, the thing that's coming up first is next week, next oh. Tuesday night, I'll be at the J.C. Ralston Arboretum speaking to the Gardeners of Wake County meeting. This is an open meeting. It'll be at 7 p.m., and my topic is Change How You Garden, and it's basically talking about some of the new things we really ought to take into consideration when we make some choices in our landscape. Yeah, very Ooh. good. Well, you can't change mine now. It's already been done about no, it. That would, that would just be nice. a nightmare, wouldn't it? You need to change our yards? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, not, it's not the yard so much. as It's just our attitude and approach. It's taking into consideration uh, what else we do and what the consequences are. And I think you're doing everything right, Rufus. And what do you got in that, that uh, jar? It looks like... This uh, looks like something like, out of Granville County. I, yeah. I do live one road over. What he's talking about is yeah, I'm holding a, a, a mason jar with ball on it and... And it's a clear liquid in there. It's very suspicious to me. Happens to be well water. I know, <laughs> I know there's a little pressure being on the radio, but I didn't think you needed that. No, I'm not. A, I'm not a drinking woman. So, okay. uh, right. but my my well is awfully sweet. It's 300 and something feet down, and it's cold and it's good. So, yeah. you know, I bring it with me. Okay, well, that's a good idea. <laughs> Looks like second run sweet master. It does. It does. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I had any of that, I was in Georgia. So, <laughs> so we have Megan with us and. And uh, Megan and her husband are, are uh, and children are visiting the market. Are y'all do y'all live in Raleigh or? We live right outside of Raleigh. We're yeah. in Archer Lodge, just a small. Place. Yeah, a lot. Gosh, it seems like everybody lives in Archer's Lodge, but it's it's not that big an area. It's, it's part of Johnston County. So yeah, you're not far from Nightdale actually. Correct. Correct. Uh, and Wendell. So uh, you. Phil tells me you're a gardener. I or Pam am. tells me you're a gardener. I'm a newbie. I'm a newbie. But oh, I okay. I've got yeah. some raised beds with you know oh, some wow. simple our tomatoes your peppers absolutely it's so much fun, it's fun are you having uh, success with the tomatoes tomatoes are apparently what i can grow the best oh wow yeah. you know that's one of the hardest <laughs> things right. to grow yeah. well yeah uh -huh. my tomatoes are doing amazing amazing we've got some of those sweet orange cherry tomatoes good everybody's favorite yeah eat them like candy They're right so they are yeah. and, and the smaller tomatoes are easier for folks who are just getting started on them are easier to grow than some of the large they take less time and effort mm -hmm. 
And to, uh, you might see some volunteers next year, too. Yeah. Sometimes those little ones will, will like see around. Like the sun will do that, uh-huh. uh, yeah. Phil, I know. Yeah. They'll just come back. They'll be like, you're surprised. Yeah. Surprised. Well, your, your kids love gardening, too, don't they, Megan? If they enjoy helping. They love going <laughs> to pick anytime. It's like, hey, go outside. Go find us. You know, go find us some tomatoes for our salads and... It's wonderful. You apparently don't have them pulling weeds or anything yet. Oh, I wish. I wish. Yeah, see, they won't like that that. (laughs) because I didn't like it. I don't like it. But you have to. You have to do it. It's a good way to to learn. So uh, you're growing a few vegetables. So what about ornamentals? Anything? So I've got lots of. I was just trying to, you know, attract, you know, our the bees and the butterflies. So we've also got some zinnias planted in there, some marigolds in between, um, the tomato plants. It's really that's good because it attracts the bees to the to the you know the pollinators to your vegetable plants Uh too. That's I tried to do tons of research before actually starting it, so I would have a good or hopefully a good you know foundation for what we were doing. But what did your husband Josh build those uh, raised beds? did build those raised beds and wow. they are absolutely it's beautiful it's like a it's almost a full square but i've got a little walkway that i can walk through and then they're large enough so that i can plant tons of stuff but not too big i can still reach across and you know pick everything beautiful where are y'all from originally so we're originally from georgia right outside of atlanta but then we also lived in tennessee for a year okay. and then now we're here so. yeah okay well there's not a right. whole lot of difference uh, certainly in georgia a little little warmer in uh, in the atlanta area um what's what's the soil is that clay clay soil it around is, there it is and that's yeah. what we've kind of always stuck you know for us with the simplicity of the raised beds yeah. or container gardening for me that way it was you now know. archer's lodge may have some sand I don't it know. is. Our soil is pretty sandy. There's where the ocean was uh, a few billion years ago. Really? Yeah, that's why there's the dividing line. The ocean came up there. And it may at some point reach uh, Archer's Lodge back. again. you got to think about that. <laughs> I did not know that. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think your daughter would love the little sand right now, the ocean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Now, running out of beach time. When do they start school? So we start school on August the 30th, hmm. and it's just, it's come up, it's come up so fast. I know, it, it has been so a quickly. short yes, summer. Did. So what are you hoping to add to your landscape? Have you looked at any of the plants out here? I, so we just got here, where that is what we're going to do with the rest of our morning. We're going to walk around and look at everything. Um, I know for our garden area, one thing I would really like to do is add some more blueberry bushes eventually. Good. I would love to get something like that going. We've got one, and it, it, it's not doing so great, so I've got to figure that part out, but I'd love to add some Well, you have things. a panel of people who can help you with that. Any yeah. any comment? Oh, love blueberries. Um, if you get a, a different variety, do you know the variety that you have? I do not know. It was one of those things where it's like you go to Lowe's and you just grab a blueberry Okay, bush. okay. Well, sometimes the uh, blueberry bushes that are at the box stores are something that are bought, and they may or may not be the best for this particular area so for us we have the choices of low bush high bush and rabbit eye and if you can get a mixture like two different types or three different types you'll have a better production and a longer period of of picking too and um, climax premier both of those denny warner recommended when uh, he's had great luck uh, down the road he's a professor at state retired professor at at state State. what do you think phil yeah Yeah. phil owns uh, a a long-time owner of a garden 
shop uh, gar- yeah. nursery called Campbell Road Nursery. So. Yeah, it's it's about three miles from here, and um, so uh, we we've got. Uh, I think right now we've got uh, the climax and uh, Good. premier. Good and. Um, it seems like there was something else there, but um, it's, it's hard to keep up because people buy them and then and then yeah. you go out there and oh nope didn't have that one, mm-hmm. but uh, we do have some blueberries. We try to keep blueberries all the time because mm-hmm. they do well around here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But now, if, is yours planted in the ground or is it in a raised bed? It's in the ground. Okay. Okay. All right. They'll do better that way. They okay. they yeah. tolerate acidic soils. They will tolerate some part shade too which and they um anywhere you've got azaleas you can pretty much put blueberries yeah my dad had them in pines like pine shade so that's filtered light Uh but you just got one megan right Mm -hmm. so you You, probably need to get a couple of more yeah okay yeah different varieties or yes i would you know yeah because each blueberry bush can grow really large Mm -hmm. if you don't prune them and you'll get that way you'll get a longer picking season you know having different types what about protection for for against deer yeah that's your main predator yeah i we definitely have some deer whenever our my morning glories were first coming up and before anything i was like oh no <laughs> well, here, but they don't mess with, hard to deal mess with, with anything. Well, as my um, wife says, they got to eat too. <laughs> that is, that is I, I hate it when she says that. <laughs> um, I'm, a, I'm a garden. Uh-huh. Uh, puts out a really good product. Okay. And I prefer the the granular because it seems to last longer. Okay. And it's actually called animal repellent, and it's supposed to be uh, for any type of animal that would be eating uh, greens and that sort of thing oh, okay. and so it's um, like herbaceous type things uh, I uh, I use it for rabbits I use it for uh, squirrels and I use it for deer okay and it works really well you don't have to put it out too often maybe okay. every three four weeks something like that okay and what it'll do it'll train the animal to go somewhere else to eat your next door neighbor's yard yeah, or right. somewhere Fantastic. like that. Fantastic. We'll just send them yeah. next door. I yep. like that. Yep. I like that. So that, that helps. And uh, Marilyn is a great lady. She has her business. It's here uh, in town or local. Um, and it's local garden and, centers. It's not uh, the big box stores. Right, yeah. right. Okay. Hardware so, stores. Um, yeah. Have to, I will have to. Yeah, search that. that for sure. Yeah. Megan, thank you for sharing uh, oh, that thanks. this morning. It's great to see y'all. Thank yeah, y'all it's so nice much to see for you and li- you. listen to the Weekend Gardener every every week. Where it's uh, will do. Show's been on for thirty seven years and and uh, well, actually um, seventy seven years because it was a fifteen minute show for forty years called the Tar Heel Gardener and we. We uh, made it into a talk show and evolved into three hours when I took over <laughs> in '85. So I love it. Yeah. Thank so listen so every listen every week. We also you. put out a magazine a couple of times uh, a year, and uh, that's the 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 uh, spring summer variety there. So yeah. Take can, one, Megan. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you very much for joining thank us. Thank y'all thank you. so much. And thank you for being a good client, Josh, and, and doing what I say do. <laughs> there you go. He, he follows my advice. He's a good one. Yeah. He's a good one. All right. Kim is in Ashboro, I believe, here. Hello? Yeah, Kim is in Ashboro. Hey, Kim, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I have a question for a friend. Good. All right. Um, okay. Uh, her husband... Um, is, is taking over a garden spot where uh, there had been zinnias growing for many years, like literally 20 years. 
and at the end of each season, they would just collect the seed heads, and then they would just, you know, use those the next year. Well, this year, there was a particular zinnia that was sort of a very unusual yellow, and they wanted to know if they collected the seed heads from that particular yellow and, and then seeded it next year, would it be true to color? Not necessarily. <laughs> no. Um, if That's they're open, yeah. If they're open pollinated, uh, there's no guarantee. And the best way, if, if they really love that yellow, is to buy fresh seed of that particular strain, um, and that would be in packets. And and you could probably get it from one of the seed vendors. But yeah, there's um, th- there's no telling what you could end up with in an open field like that. That's well, what beautiful. I thought. That's what I thought. Um, the 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 friend's uh, brother-in-law had been planting just you know the the ancestors of, of marigold seeds for like yeah. you know, ten, such, ten or so years, and it was just yeah. whatever came up. Um, yep. And then he he unfortunately passed away, and so then another family member kind of took over this area of uh, where the zinnia, where it was a tradition that they always planted zinnias. Yeah. And I just did not think they would be true to, you know, whatever that seed head was. I just did not think that they would be. There's no guarantee. Time. Yeah. I didn't want them wasting time trying to always collect that certain yellow, I, you know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I have another question about deadheaded. Yes, now, ma'am. When I have deadheaded marigolds or seniors at a school garden, I just cut them off because they're starting to look ugly and let them fall on the ground or maybe throw them in the trash. But if I was going to collect seeds to use for next year, I've always done that towards the end of the season, and then I've right. left the bloom on the plant until it's right. completely dry. Right. Is that right? That's correct. And a good way to do this, Kim, is if you see some that go ahead and, and turn brown before you're ready or before you think it's completely dry, you can take little small brown paper bags and you can put okay. it over that seed head um, and okay. put a little rubber band around it and then cut it off later if you think it needs a little bit more time. Um, okay. And storing uh, seeds in uh, paper rather than plastic is also a good way to keep them and let them dry out a little bit better. You can do that with things like poppies even. You you know, put them down in in paper bags instead of the other. Do you keep yours um, cool and dry too, your seed that you collect? Well, um, my yard is pretty much all shade, so I don't really grow anything like that at my house. But I, uh-huh. uh, I have two raised beds and some other gardening areas at a local school. Okay. And, I've, and every year I've just kind of thrown out some marigold seeds. In fact, yeah. children did it this past summer or in, in May, early May. They had a little lesson. Oh, I just one who sowed the marigold seeds in the, this little area. Um, and the ones in the ground, they did okay. There were yep. some that we spread at the end of a raised bed. Uh, and, oh, my gosh, I guess there was way too much nitrogen in the soil because they grew to be, like, four feet tall and had no plants. <laughs> oh, well, that's a lot of nitrogen, then. Um, yeah, if they yeah. If they grew grew nice and big and lots of foliage, you might get some bloom as we go into, into fall on those things. But isn't that funny to see the difference? To see the difference, right, right. And I just collected, what I did was I just collected the seeds 
from last year's marigolds, kind of towards the end of the summer. Mm-hmm. And I just I brought I would bring them home and then just pour them in a dish on the screen porch, and they sat there for like you know a month, month and a half, mm-hmm. until obviously they were dry. Mm-hmm. But they sure that the ones that they were in that bed, they were up. Uh, it was just odd. They were huge, mm-hmm. almost like a shrub, but no, no bloom. So finally, I finally just pulled them up in early July, and you know, just did something else. So, all right. Well, I will pass the information on to my friend about the Xenia uh, situation. But at least for one time, I thought I was right that you know they would not be, remain through the color. It it could come out yellow, but it's yeah. it's not guaranteed. I've never seen a zinnia that wasn't beautiful, no matter what color. That's true. I totally agree. Totally, totally agree. Okay. Well, thank you for your uh, information. Hey, Kim, uh, you don't see any loose lions or giraffe out there, do you? I don't. Sorry, <laughs> I just—I uh, know they do a good job over there. I just want to make sure, since you live in Asheboro, you're just so close. That's true. That's true. Right. <laughs> but I, I, live, I live relatively close to Highway 64, but I'm oh, yeah. here and possums and foxes and are amazing. I bet you do. Yeah. Well, that's a nice area there. And rarely do I see a squirrel. It's very rare. Oh, that's because uh, the lions have eaten them all. <laughs> all right, well, let me have some lions. Then. <laughs> I want a pack of lions. Exactly. <laughs> well, Kim, thank you. Exactly. Thank you. Give our best to everybody there at Ashboro. Okay, certainly will. Thank you. Bye. All right, bye. <laughs> 919-860-9783. We're at the State Farmer's Market in Raleigh. More coming up here at WPTF. It's 951. For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener. And since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard. A WPTF tradition since 1945. Right, we're back at the State Farmer's Market in Raleigh. It's 956-919-860-9783. It looks like a nursery out here now. We got, we've given away most of Rufus's stuff. Uh, we, But Phil brought uh, Dan... Uh, brought some from Phil's. Brought some hibiscus that are one, two, three. Wow. There are nine of them there, and uh, you can come by and get those. I have a couple of plant propagation books that are uh, available from Rose Roads. Uh, the first two people, the Weekend Gardener magazine, is is also available here. The spring summer version. And uh, you know, we got one, a, one magnolia left. A magnolia one magnolia. Left. Is that going to be a, a a traditional? That will be a southern magnolia. It's a big one. <laughs> yep. You, you want that, Dan? No, no, no. You sure? Dan's here. Dan. Chris, are you interested? What's that? In a southern magnolia? Dan, thank you. You have to have. Uh, okay. Yeah, you take it. Right. You take high best. You need. That. You need a lot of room. A lot of room, even for the little gem and some of the other smaller varieties, because they're gonna they grow a little slower, but they're gonna get big too. The mama of little gem is 50 feet tall. <laughs> you yeah. know the the original mother plant that it was named from. You know. <laughs> yep. So Dan Dan's got to go back to the nursery and work. 
<laughs> but um, that's all right, Dan. Hey, Dan. T- take a break. Dan's got to go back to the nursery and work. But but Dan is uh, starting to get the flower show at the fairground going. Uh, fair will be here in a couple of months. Uh, but he's getting that going now and doing a really really fine job with it again. Uh, I'll be glad when the so, fair gets here. Uh, and uh, need a holder's hot yeah, dog. Yeah, he's. Uh, I think he's been taking a few truckloads of plants out from the nursery. So I think you might see some over there. But thank you, Dan. You do yeah. a great job. That's my favorite place to go at the fair. It's it's uh, you know there there are a lot of people that come by come through there, but there are lots of places if you want to find a place to sit, if you can go behind it and behind the flower yep. show area and walk up the hill a little bit. Some benches, around. absolutely. Some of those little trails. It's a nice place yeah. to kind of get away from the noise too. Yeah, let your kids run. Yeah, yeah, let your kids yeah. kids run around and and let them rest a little bit from. From all of the action. Uh-huh. See you at the fair. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. nice meeting you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. My pleasure. Yeah. yeah. We love it when uh, people drop by and tell us that they have been listening I to know. us. And, and they're putting faces with the uh, I met him voices. At the, now, at the fair last year. Now, yeah. there's a long-time friend. That's oh, right. Yeah. That's one of our groupies. Yeah. yeah. Show, our groupies show up, actually show up. Uh, at at our uh, broadcast, and uh, you know they're all part of the family. Nine one nine eight six six. Gosh, we've we've got one more minute, and we are done with two hours I can't of this. Believe it. It's flown. Yep. Yeah, boy, I tell you, I wish we had moved this table a little sooner. It feels tolerable <laughs> <laughs> right now. Yeah, it, does. it was it was getting right hot. So yeah. Oh no no that's that's fine that We're that good. was uh, that we was good. It it, it made sense, good. but. The darn sun, you just can't trust it. Uh, 919-860-97. My God, there's Steve. Steve, how you doing? I can't Steve, hey, uh, good morning. Steve, what'd you bring? I can't dig anything. Okay. I can cook. All right. All right. Well, we're going we're gonna to talk to Steve after the news here on uh, WPTF. We're back. Uh, 919-860-9783. 919-860-WPTF. More of the weekend gardener coming up from the State Farmer's Market. <laughs> 